everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. You sounded different. God bless. God bless. Amen. God bless you. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Okay. God bless. Yes, we are. Um, I just, I'm just calling in. I had to rush, do some rushing, um, to tell the committee because they forgot the number. Okay, we we welcome everyone to Young Men, Women, and God's Worldwide Ministry as we present as we present the Ladies' Night Roundtable. Reverend Carpenter, Minister Albright. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm still here. Okay, we lost him. I'm just so excited about you. I don't know whether I'm going to do my lesson. Um, I'm just let. Um, Hello. Hello. Uh, we can hear you now. You can hear me now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you left us for a second. Thank you, love again. Yeah. Um, Gwen says that she's on her way from work. She'll be um, calling in probably about 730. Okay. But, um... Can you hear me? You sound yeah, like you were talking. I you now, but, but you, you dropped uh, off a second. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right, I had to change phones, and then I got to find out what's happening with my new phone. Now, they want to act crazy. But um, we thank everyone for joining us on Young Men, Women, God's Worldwide Ministry tonight as we present the Ladies' Night Roundtable with our host, Evangelist Easter Williams, as she will be talking on the topic about discernment. So um, we're going to just go on, and since Pastor Albright is here, we're going to ask her to open us up with prayer, and then we're going to move in, and I'll give the announcements, and then we'll turn it over to our host, uh, Evangelist Easter Williams. Okay. Amen. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was driving. i got to get my phone off. Oh, Lord. Can you hear me? There we go. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, uh, we're going to go ahead and, and pray. Okay. Our most kind and heavenly Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just to say thank you, God. Thank you. God, we come tonight, Father God, to glorify your holy name, God. Yes. God, we come to magnify and edify, God. But, God, we thank you that you kept us safe throughout the day, Father God. God, we thank you how you kept us from all hurt, harm, and danger, God, seen and unseen. 
Oh, Lord, we just thank you, God, for food, health, and strength, Father God. Oh, God, we thank you for all those that are coming on tonight, on the line tonight, God. Oh, God, that you would touch them in such a mighty way, Father God. Oh, God, those that are on their way that are traveling, God, we ask you give them traveling mercy and grace, Father God. Yes. Oh, God, we're just so thankful, God. We're so grateful for who you are, Father God. Oh, God, tonight we ask that the Holy Spirit come on the line tonight, God, so we would get better understanding, God, on the topic tonight about a discerning spirit. Yes. Oh, God, we just thank you right now, God. We magnify you, Father God. Oh, Oh, God, we ask you to give us strength tonight, Father God. Oh, God, we ask you to touch our minds, our hearts, Father God, our spirits, Father God. Lord, we just glorify you because you are God and God alone. Oh, Lord, we thank you all tonight, God. We bless your holy name, Father God. Oh, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. You've done so much, Father God. Oh, God, if you do nothing else for us, God, we still got to glorify your name, Father God. We still have to uplift your holy name. And God, we thank you all tonight, God. For grace and mercy that suits our case, Father God. God, we thank you all tonight, Father God. Oh, God, we lift up our holy hands, God. Oh, God, I thank you. Hallelujah, God. Oh, God, we thank you for how you delivered, how you healed, how you saved. My God, how you rebuilt and restored, God. Oh, Lord, we thank you, God, for these phone ministry, God. We thank you for each and every one, God. Every man of God, every woman of God that's pouring out their heart in these last and evil days, God. Oh, God, we ask you, Father God, just to keep them safe, God. Oh, God, we we ask you to be that fence around them, God. Oh, God, that they be planted like a tree by the rivers of water, God. That they won't waver, God, nor will yes, be shaken, yes, God. Lord. Oh, God, that we will be planted firm in your word, God. Oh, God, thank that the all we wear, God, will shine with the truth from the word, God. Lord, we thank you right now, God, for the hedge of protection, God. Oh, yes. every Christian, Father, God. Oh, God, we thank you, God, that you would give us strength to endure these last days, God. Lord, we thank you, God, and we bless your holy name, Father. Oh, Oh, God, I thank you tonight, God, as you come on this line, Holy Spirit, have your way. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, you're worthy to be praised, God. Yes, he is. So worthy. Holy Father, we come with humble God as we know how. Tonight, we surrender all to you, God. Yes, oh, God, we thank you right now, God, because you said we can cast our cares upon you because you care for us, God. Yes. And, God, we thank you for hearing our cries. We thank you for seeing the tears, God. But, Lord, tonight we just say thank you because you're God. Yes. And we bless your name, Father. Oh, God, we know that what we ask for tonight can't return back for it. Because your word is true, and it has to accomplish what we sent it to do. Amen. But we thank you tonight, and we bless your name. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 For those words of prayer. For we serve a mighty and powerful God. Yes, yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. We come we come sharing our announcements. 
And I'm telling you, we are on the ministry line seven days a week. Hallelujah. And, And, you know, a lot of people may not look at that. They may look at that as being crazy. But let me tell you, we're crazy for Jesus. That's because right, we're, we're opening up a door that you can, whatever ever day it is, that if you can't find nobody to reach out where you at, you sure can find somewhere to reach out where we at. Oh, yes. And, and we oh. thank God for that from um, all the ministries that are up under and a part of young men, women, and God. We have grown to the, to the place that there's some place that you can touch some true men, women and men in God on the seven days that you are walking on earth. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I can remember a time when, you know what I'm saying, that you couldn't, sometimes you couldn't contact nobody. Sometimes you couldn't go get a word when you needed a word. That's right. But God has put people that, are really doing the work in the vineyard today. And I, I just had to share that. I didn't mean to take up too much time, but I just want you to know there are workers in the vineyard that are working. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And we just thank God for all of those that are part of this ministry that has have, have sprouted out to bring forth the fruit that are on their branches as they are connected to the vine. We thank God for that. Every um every Saturday night, as tonight at seven o'clock, we have either the real talk show with me as the host, or as tonight we have Ladies Night at the Round Table with Evangelist Esther Williams as being the host. Amen. And we just ask y'all to join us on this same number uh, every Saturday. It'll be one or the other that you'll be coming to sit with. And we both do about the same thing. We have topics that we sit and talk about that are necessary for us to get some more understanding and more knowledge about and, and better to be able to operate in just some of the things that uh, God has acquired us to operate in as being children of God. Um, wow, I just thank God. Hallelujah. Um, on Sunday, every Sunday night at 4 o'clock, we have Sunday service where we are inviting different pastors, ministers, preachers to come and give an evening word at 4 o'clock every Sunday. So we ask you to join us. Um, that number is 712. Let me get the number so I can call them out to you. Um, again, that number is access code 9547731172 pound so come join us and get a word at 4 o'clock every sunday 
every Sunday evening. And I'm telling I, I'm just going to talk a little bit about that. That's a blessing because even I have been in places sometimes that I was so exhausted I didn't get a chance to get up and, and go to church or I, I was running late and didn't make it to, to the morning or afternoon service. But here you have an opportunity to come and join us on Sunday evening, even if you miss being a part of something else. And the thing about it, it's not like TV, because TV you only look at. This here, you can join in, you can praise God with other people and be a partaker of a service, not in the body, but in the spirit. Amen. Um, We also want to tell you that this Sunday, we're having Pastor Robin Albright be coming to give a word. After the word, we will be giving... We will be having, oh, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Okay. We will. Okay. And, uh, yes, we will be having communion tomorrow. Amen. Hello? Amen. I just want, we will be having communion, and we just want you to know every first Sunday on um, on our Sunday service, we will have communion every first Sunday. And you can partake it because it don't matter if you had Sunday, you, you you participated in the morning in your service, when you come with us, you could do it again. Because Jesus says in the Word, as many times as you do this, and it's just to give remembrance to what and who He was and what He did. So um, we do ask you to come and join us every Sunday. On Monday night at 7 o'clock, we have our Bible study with yours truly. And we are now in Romans, and we just come and we say, come, join us, and come and be able to participate in the Word of God. I tell you, we have a good time, very nourishment, and very beneficial to all those that are partakers of the Monday night Bible study, 7 o'clock. This same telephone number that you're on tonight, that's the same number we'll be on Monday. On Tuesdays. We joined Pastor Robin Albright on the House of Refuge, um, and we just asked you to come join her. And I don't know, I, I think they'll do, she'll be doing it every other Tuesday, and on the other Tuesdays we'll be um, fellowshipping with, um, whew, with uh, the Real, Real Talk one on one, right? Yes, we'll we'll be on at six. So therefore, we'll oh, probably yeah, well, yeah. they'll be on at six. We'll talk one on one. Be on at six, and you can join them. And then when they're through at seven o'clock, you can come and join Pastor Robin Albright in the House of Refuge. Amen. Thank you. And that telephone number for the House of Refuge. Is uh same as this number, 
different code. The code is one three six four seven two pounds. And that's at seven o'clock. At six o'clock it'll be the other number, the uh seven one two number. Um and that's at six o'clock with Evangelist uh Easter Williams. And on Wednesday nights we'll be here with the open mic ministry at seven o'clock. Same telephone number you are now. Come and join us as this is another time that we invite all pastors and leaders from across the world to come yeah. and join us. This is just not inside the United States, but we invited from across the whole world, and we're looking for our brothers and sisters in leadership in the next couple of months to be joining us from over in the Bahamas. Jamaica and Trinidad and the West Indian Islands. So we come, we at, we're just uh, urge, urging y'all to come and hear these powerful women and men of God that are coming from another country to come and share the word with us on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Also on Thursday, we ask you to come join us at 7.30. We join... Assembly of God. We are doing Assembly of God uh, fellowship, uh, I mean, worship center um, church on Thursday nights for Bible study. And again, God has blessed me that I am the teacher of that Bible study. Right now, we're studying the book of Job. We're moving into the 16th chapter of Job. So we, we ask you all to come join us another time that you can come join. I'm telling you, we have a powerful time. Um, and we have shortened it down because we used to stay on longer. But now we go right to the point. We talk. We hit all the points that need to be hit. And I'm telling you, you will enjoy yourself and just hearing and being able to fellowship with some of the women and men on that line and sharing in the word of God. Um, and I'm telling you, it is going to be, it'll be so much beneficial to your spirit to be in fellowship with them according to the word of God. Again, that, that's, that's 730. Uh, that telephone number is the same as this number. Um, this the Access code is different. The access code is one three seven four eight two pounds. And we just ask y'all to come and join us seven thirty Thursday night. On Friday nights, um, we join Elder Renee Brooks in the Wild Pad Ministry at seven o'clock. Uh, another time that you could come and there's all kinds of subjects that are dropped on this table that we join her to talk about. And that is again at 7 o'clock. The telephone number for that is uh, 712-775-7035. Access code 153388-POUND. So again, as we have given you our announcements. Please 
join these ministries and be blessed and also become a blessing to these ministries. In Jesus' name, we thank, we thank everyone. All right, let's move along, and we're going to turn it over to Evangelist Easter Williams as the host of Ladies' Night at the Round Table. Evangelist? God bless, God bless. Thank you, Jesus, for another powerful topic. I thank you, Lord, for the putting this topic in my spirit because it's very much needed um, for myself as well, um, especially for those children, um, students who's graduating from high school and going to college. Um, and they really, really need to know about the gift of discernment. Um, any kind of... They can grow up in the church, been to church every every Sunday since the day they were born, and but still have not been taught about the gift of discernment. Um, what is the gift of discernment? And I want everyone on the line tonight um, to share your your suggestion, your inputs, your questions, your comments. We're all in this together. Um, so. Whatever um, questions y'all have or comments that you have, please jump in. Um, discernment to me um, said the definition of the gift of discernment in First Corinthians 12:10 says it is a supernatural ability to distinguish between the spirit of error, between holiness and evil, between holiness and evil. This is one of the gift of discernment coming from 1 Corinthians 12.10. What it's telling us about to distinguish between the spirit of error, between holiness is evil, is when someone you can tell is true and someone that you can tell is not true. Because when Jesus was in the upper room, he had his disciples to go up in there and told them that I'm giving you all the Holy Spirit within yourselves to um, to comfort and to protect you and to enable you. And what he's saying is to know, to give them that with discerning, to know what is right, what is wrong, what is true, what is lie, what is counterfeit. So um, in these days and time, we cannot afford to make decisions without discerning spirit. We do need that discerning spirit, and we do need to, to ask God, how do we get that discerning spirit? Would someone like to answer that or comment on that? How do we receive the discerning spirit? No, we are in trouble because we have not made decision on wise discernment. How we um, receive the, the discernment spirit, if we have the Holy Spirit in us and the Holy Spirit help us 
as well as discerning, but we have to make sure we pray and ask God to give us that gift of discerning. Sometimes we have that discerning and we don't even recognize we have that discerning spirit. When someone walk up to us and we have a funny feeling in our bodies, in our flesh, and about that person, that's a discerning. But we have to pray for the gift of discernment, just like as Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit in us once we accept him as our personal Savior, for real. We need that, that discerning spirit. We have bad decisions, not thinking about the consequences of circumstances of our future circumstances. David prayed a prayer to the Father that all of us should pray to ourselves. So all of us, he, give, he can give every one of us, all his creators, the, the, the gift of discernment. And now since our children have gone off to college and getting ready to go to college, and, and the ones who are not, we need to be teaching them about discerning because they will have friends that pretend they are friends and will do and will put placed in their mind the wrong thing to do if they do not have that discerning spirit. I'm going to stop right there for any comments and questions that anyone have on this topic. And and I love to read, um, I stay in the book of Psalms 100 a lot, in the book of Psalms 100. Um, I read that a, a lot because it talks about the Lord. And can, I, can I say something? Yeah, that's why I asked, did anybody have uh, anything? To I was say? just, I'm sorry, I was on mute. Okay. Um, one of the things that we, we, we come to understand is when you ask a question, okay, I think you asked a question about how do we get the Holy Spirit? I mean, how do we get discerning the Spirit? Right. And see, the way we get the discerning the Spirit is from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't want you to get it mixed up that the gift of the of discerning spirit is a spirit that is given from the Holy Spirit. Because people say, I got the Holy Spirit, so I got the discerning of spirit. No, you don't. Just because you have the Holy Ghost, the the, the discerning of spirit is, is one of the gifts that come out of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So, and, so do um, people with the Holy Spirit... Um, do they um, do they have that um, along with the Holy Spirit? If we have the Holy Spirit, do they have the gift of discernment? Do that come along with the Holy Spirit? It's there, but it's a gift that 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 God has uh, released to you to be to be operated in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gifts of the Holy Spirit that's in you. But but God chooses who will be who those gifts will be released to, and right. they, and they be activated in you. Right. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that that is not there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But 
is it one of the active gifts that God has uh, is a, is allowing you to operate in? Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, a lot of us. You know, I had a lady one time ask me about a pastor. She didn't believe our pastor had discerning the spirit. Does that make him less than who he is? No, it don't. You know what no. I'm saying? Because he may be operating in another spirit that somebody not discerning spirit is op- somebody that's operating discerning spirit may not be operating it. Hello? Yeah, we're listening. Oh, oh, okay. So it brings us to a place to understand about the um the Holy Spirit. I mean the discerning of the spirit. Wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um I understand what you're saying. I'm going to Acts seventeen eleven where it says these were more noble than those in Thessalonica and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and search the scriptures daily where those things were so. We live in a world that is counterfeit lies, half truth, mixed with truth. If we don't have that discerning spirit, we live in a world of counterfeit with truth and half mixed with truth. We need to, when God gives us that gift of discerning, we need to know that it's God's will for us to have that gift. And when we have that gift of discerning, we can be able um, to determine what is truth and what is not true. When we turn on the TV and we listen at one preacher saying one thing, and this is how people get confused without the gift of discernment, we can turn on the TV and listen at a preacher preach one thing and turn to another channel and listen at another preacher preach the same scripture but different and another channel and listen at the same scripture being preached, and it's not the same. Therefore, all three is different. So, therefore, this is where the discerning spirit coming at. This is where the Holy Spirit coming in at. This is where um, the word, that, what, what um, Jesus' word in the Bible tell us that whether all three preachers are preaching truth or they are, uh, either it's mixed with truth, counterfeit. Do you all want to comment on that, Reverend Carpenter, you all? Yeah, well, I like to come and break that down scripture-wise and, and bring it to understanding that um, over in uh, 12, 1 Corinthians 12 chapter, on uh, and around the 4th to the 11th verse we'll read, and it says, uh, there are diverse diversities of gifts but the same spirit. There's a difference of ministry, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one 
for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, and to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he will. So God distributes to us as he wills that these gifts will be worked and manifested through us. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean that everybody is going to have deserted spirits. But it doesn't it doesn't negate for you not to ask the Lord to give you a deserting of spirit. Because the word of God says he distributes according to his will who should who should work and operate in one gift. But the gifts come from the same spirit. Hello? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I had my phone phone on mute. I am so sorry. And I said, um, yes, I totally agree with you. I've seen all the gifts um, on, in 1 Corinthians of the 10th, um, 12th chapter, 10th, 11th, and all the verses, the different gifts. I know um, God give us different gifts, but tonight I was on the gift of discernment. Um, Amen. Amen. But what, what, I, what I was trying to explain is that, is that we have to understand that everybody is not going to have a discerning spirit. Discerning spirit is a gift from God, and it's not something that he says that you all are going to walk in because I gave it to everybody. But he distributes his gifts, and that's what I want, want everybody to understand in reading that scripture because it talks about at the end of that verse, it says, and distribute to each one individually as he wills. So it says God wills that you will be able to operate in discerning the spirit. Everybody's not going to operate in it. Right. right. Everybody's not going to operate in it. But and that, I believe in my heart that Jesus required for all to have the, the, the discerning spirit, but everybody's not going to operate in the gift. I totally agree with you. So I have because, a because you Because the word you use that he requires, uh, 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 and that means that he he's saying that we all should, but we won't because of his requirement. And 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 that's a heavy word to say that he requires because if I require you to to work in to, to do something evangelist, then I need then you should be making the effort to do it to fulfill that requirement. I didn't know but it require. Oh, I'm sorry if I did say require. I didn't. Um, yeah. I, you, I, that's why that 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 turn. <laughs> I, I had to come with that because it's not a requirement. I mean, if that's it, God we require all of us to work, work in all the gifts. But He says that He just them as He will. So, 
So now when he gives it to me, then I'm then I'm moving to that I'm, I'm that that ooh, that the requirement comes in because the word says what's given. See what I'm saying? When that word comes in. Oh, okay. Then now it. now I got it. So now you know the word comes about much given. And as that, as the more I get, the more what God wants from me. Much given, much required. So so the more he gives me, the more requirements that I have to fulfill to stand up and what he's given me. That's why when you said that word require, I just wanted to make it. Okay, maybe I'm going a little too fast because um, I'm so excited about the gift of discernment. But um, I do, if I did say that, I have to think back on that. But if I did Amen. say that, I do apologize because I it's, feel it's like right. Jesus. I have, a, I have a question. Yes. All right. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Amen. So this is a gift that you have to pray for. Amen. Yeah, amen. Is that correct? Right. Yes. Okay. Now I understand. Yeah. Um, okay. Some people are going to get it, and it's just it's, it comes back like wisdom. And James you can automatically says, have that gift. You can huh? just have that gift, right? I mean, you it can be a gift it. that you already have. Right, because God has given it to you. He's distributed okay. it and allowed you to walk in it. Where I may not be walking it, but I desire. Just like okay. I, it goes back to James. I'm trying to show you a comparison. When James okay. says that if we want wisdom, we need to ask. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with discerning the spirit. If we don't have discerning the spirit, then we need to ask to God to please bless us that we'll be able to walk in it. Um, Amen. I, I have spoken in tongues, but I don't have the gift of tongues, so I don't speak in tongues all the time. I ain't spoken in tongues in a long time. And people look at me and go, oh, you so you got the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I have spoken in it, but I don't, but it's not a gift of mine. Exactly. So, okay. so I'm not, I'm not. When y'all, when people jump up and praying and and they start speaking in tongues, or, or preachers are in the pulpit and they start preaching and then they go speaking in tongues, that's because they're walking in the gift. I'm not. I don't walk in the gift of tongues. Okay. So there's a difference between me. It doesn't make me less than a man. I am in God, but that's not the gift that God gave me to operate in. I understand that. <laughs> And that's all I, all I wanted to break down to everybody that 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 God has certain gifts that the word that were said there at the end of that he says but one and the same Spirit worketh all these things distributing to each one individually as he will so it's at his will as he distributes and gives these gifts out okay you know mm-hmm. we're gonna have people in leadership. It may, your leader may not have a, the power of walking in the gift of discernment. But that's why God surrounds him with people like you or other people that have discernment because y'all can work with him. And some of the things that he can't discern, y'all can. That's why, that's why Paul showed us the operation of the body. Where one part can, the other one can't. If your right hand ain't working, your left hand will do the work on the right and his and, and the left hand until the right hand gets better. Okay. 
scenarios. Yeah, we so, we amen. got some people that uh, I saw a lady today. Uh, uh, she had had no. She only had one arm. So that one arm had to make the the one hand, the one arm she had with with the full function of the hand and everything has to make up for the one where there is none. So God gives her the ability to use that one hand as if she had two. All right, and that's the same thing that He does with us in the body. That 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 if we belong to the same church and I'm your pastor, I don't have discerning the spirit, then He lets you come to be operating in that place that I have access to someone that that can discern spirit. Okay. Hmm. Y'all feel me? I do. I do. <laughs> you know what I understand. That that's why God wants us always. To, to, he says that we should always care for one another. Okay. See, because if I care for you, what you don't see. A lot of men miss this in women when they get married, and a lot of women don't take the initiative to understand that position outside of that, that word helping. But God is giving you all foresight where a man don't have that. Okay. Where... Y'all can see something before it's going to happen. Y'all can discern something before it's going to take place. And it's for that man to take to submit, to be submissive and be able to hear what God is saying through his wife or through his girlfriend to him about some things he need not do. I've had that experience. You know, and, and we have it with our children that we're able to tell, uh, a, a woman is able to tell her child, don't go out tonight. God is showing me and, and, and letting me feel that something's going to go on that you just don't need to be a part of. And your child ain't jump up and down. You, you'll put your foot down, and the more y'all get up and read the paper, something that he was going to go do, something happened crazy there, and all he do is look and thank you for, for the discerning spirit that God gave you to discern that this was not going to be a good time for him to go and go to that place. And a lot of us on the line, I don't know how many people on the line, but us that have children and grandchildren, we know we've been in that place to stop them from going where trouble was going to be. Absolutely, we have. That's right. And that was only the operation of the discerning of spirit. Man, okay. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I don't I didn't mean to take over, but... Uh, oh, no, this is what it's okay. for. This is what okay. um, I also want to let you understand that even though you may not have the gift, it's not saying that God won't let you operate in the gift at certain right. times. Okay. Oh, okay. I just want you to understand that. And, and you may not have the gift to walk in it continuously, but you may have times that it may show up and operate in you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ever just you may go into a place and feel so strange and start discerning that 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 there it may be a, a spirit of fear that comes over you and that's you discerning. It's not something that you're you're feeling about yourself, but there's something that has put you in a place that the spirit in here ain't right. Had that too. and 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 the people may the people with you may turn around and say, you know what, we need to go. Yes, I've had and that. And, it, and so it doesn't bad. have to be. It doesn't have to be in a church. You could be going out to eat. You could be going to the movies. You could be going on a boat ride. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm from New York, and we, we in the summertime we go on the boat rides that they have. 
all the way to midnight or whatever. And, you know, sometimes you're, you're going to be paid your money, but when you get there, your spirit just don't feel right. And you say, you know what, y'all go ahead. I ain't going on this one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And before you know it, the next day they're calling you. Oh, they acted up on the boat. They started fighting, and people fell <laughs> overboard. And See? Yeah. But God used that moment to give you a place to operate in discerning what was about to take place. Okay. I just wanted to share that because we have Thank a lot you. of misconception about discerning the spirit. I understand that quite clear now. You know, we have a very misunderstanding. Um, and I, I, I tell you what. Hello? 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 Let me show everybody. Yes. Okay. God lets me operate in it. But the thing is, it's it's good for you sometimes, and it's not good. <laughs> okay. Why I, say, no. why I say that, and I want to bring it to you, once you start moving to discern stuff in places that I thought people were all right, and, buy, and then I discern, they, they wasn't about two cents. Okay. And sometimes it'd be people that you really, you really feel for, especially in ministry. If you start really feeling for you feel close to, and then sometimes you know them across the telephone, but when you meet them in person, you start discerning they ain't the same person that you that you met on the on the phone. That's right so about true. that. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? True. True. And and I, I'm just saying. So sometimes it's, it becomes uncomfortable because inside of your flesh, you really you really cared and liked that person. Exactly. I've had the feeling. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you get there, the the spirit, your spirit, the same spirit that was agreeing across the phone. Now, when the spirit meets in person, there's there's a little opposition with your spirit about about how real this person really is. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you know that's why I say it's good and it's bad because it it will change your whole opinion and your whole way of thinking and dealing with somebody that you and the way you dealt with them beforehand. So it could be good or bad, but you will know because you have the feeling. Right. Amen. Well, I, I'm going to say, I say because of the feeling, that's it. But it's a good thing, period. We ain't saying it's a good yeah. thing, period. But in my personal feeling sometimes that it becomes a bad thing because where I feel good about a person, and now I met them, I, my, I have discerned something else that just takes me out of the good feeling I had about it. I know exactly what you're saying. So, so it changes my feeling, but discerning the spirit, it doesn't make it a bad thing. It's a good thing because it's working out for my benefit either way I look at it. Okay, that was good, um, Reverend Carpenter. You mostly took my um, lesson on tonight. You mostly covered it up and everything. Oh, you no, I didn't. <laughs> that, but that's okay. We at least we were on one on the same accord. Um, yeah. um, how can we distinguish between whether God is saying something or we we can think it ourselves? 
how can we distinguish whether God is saying it, saying something we think in our, it, it ourselves? Because real true discernment is knowing in your heart you have God's viewpoint about the truth. Because God will show us the viewpoint about the truth. And if we cannot discern, how will we know if we are in the will of God? We must have that discernment. Is that discernment spirit is very, very much needed, especially in these days and time. We must need that discernment because there are so many false prophets, so many wrong teachings. So we have to be able to make sure that we ask God for that gift of discernment. But with us, um, I agree with Reverend Carpenter. Sometimes we have that gift of discernment mm-hmm. because, because, because when you discern certain things, when somebody walk up to you, even in a relationship, if you, if you meet somebody online, and for the very first time, you've seen that person, like how you were saying. Um, and all of a sudden, you get a funny feeling. Some stuff start running through your mind. That, that's discerning right there. And you feel, especially if you um, say that, um, well, I need to go back home. I got a headache. Not, not to lie now. Not to tell the untruth. But right. uh, say that you, need to, you haven't eaten anything, which you may not have eaten anything all day. And you're out, and you just have to have something that you want that you just don't feel right tonight. Just be truthful. Just not um. Just don't don't feel right in your spirit about meeting you. Um. Just be honest, because he he will show you that God will show you that discerning spirit. Okay. And God has a purpose and a plan for every one of us. And do we know what that plan is? Is the will uh, is the will of God in in representing and working in His gifts? All of his gifts. Because we would say, well, I thought I was doing the right thing when someone asked, uh, well, I thought I made the right choice. Uh, uh, I thought this was the right thing to do. Just because sometimes our mother, father, or our friend, our auntie, or our preacher, some preachers tell us this is the right thing you should do. In our mind, we are convinced that this is true. And we put in the discernment gift on the back, leaving that on the back instead of asking God's viewpoint, what is his viewpoint? What is he showing us? What is he telling us? Okay. Ever coffin anyone would like to comment, ask questions on that, what I just said? How y'all doing? I have a question. Hi, Willa. How you doing, Dean? Okay. Um, Okay, like we're talking about the gifts. If you know in your heart the Lord is trying to show you something about someone or or even like something that's going on around you, won't the devil step in and try to twist what you know is true? Yes. Mm. All the time. Majority of the time. Yes. Yes, Okay, and that can turn into a little battle in your mind. At that mm-hmm. point, what's best to do? Just step back and meditate. Right. 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 Just step back and meditate and let the Holy Spirit and be guided by the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay. That's good. Discerning is all about making judgments, right judgments, looking underneath um, the service of 
underneath the surface of things that's truly there. Um, okay. Just to go back, just to go back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. um, the sister before you started talking, I was trying to look for the scriptures because I'm about the word. I ain't about what we think and what we want to feel. But what happens I when what, what you're talking about, God taught, God directs us and on on who to be led by to understand because the devil will come in and try to twist it, but that's why you lean back. Even to give confirmation what you will discern, let me tell you, let me read a scripture to you that shows you to give you the confirmation and whatever your your own discernment has come into that what a, what what'll give you uh confirmation in what in in, in what you discern, okay? Okay. First John um the second chapter. First John. Yeah, the twenty fourth verse. And I'm, I'll be reading all the way through. First First uh, John, the second chapter, the 24th verse. Okay. Okay. It says, let the, it says therefore, let, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. If you who heard from the beginning abide in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, it's true and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Amen. Amen. Um, again, this is why I said that in the 26th verse, it says, these things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. Notice, even though the devil tries to deceive us and try to change things around, all we got to do is rely on the Holy Spirit that's in us. Because, see, whatever you discern, the Holy Spirit will come into agreement with what you discern. Hello? Hello? We live, we live yeah. okay. I just want to make sure y'all are there. The Holy <laughs> Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit. That's why it's in us. It 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 the gifts that we walk in, it guides us in those gifts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it becomes our reassurance of what whatever operation that our gift is operating in that 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 it is the assurance that whatever we operate, we're operating the truth of that gift. So if I discern something and the devil tries to deal with, with, with deceiving me in my own discernment, you know what I'm saying, 
I just I just rely back on the Holy Spirit to give me confirmation in what I deserve. Yes. Because one thing about it, whenever there's truth in you, truth will move a lie out the way. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, you deserve something. The devil tries to come in and he tries to make it look like you ain't right, you ain't this. How many, any of y'all prophesied on this on this line tonight? Just say amen. You don't have to you don't have to say who you are. Just say amen. You saying have we ever prophesied? Yeah, do any of y'all prophesied? Have have any of y'all ever prophesied? I've seen visions. Have you okay. Have you ever spoken over somebody's life? No. Has the spirit ever led you to speak over somebody's life? To go encourage somebody. Yes. Okay. Those yes, are few words. That, yes. And and on your way going to do it, the Lord woke you up, told you to go see Susie or Mary or or, or Brother James, and and go yes. give them, go come, go lift them up. But on your way lifting, going to walk, you know what I'm saying? You ain't never said nothing to this person before, but now God wants you to say something. And don't the devil come in and try to make you scared to go say something? Oh, yeah. Yes. The devil try to put it in your mind. The Lord, the Spirit is not guiding you to do this. It's you. That's right. Leave it alone. Right. Come on, sister. You you right there. I I like real people. See, that's when we all get to that point that, you know, no, God ain't told you to do this. This is you. Don't you go over there and do something because you wanted to go do it. He'll try to make you feel other than what you know God has told you. And what and yes. what gives you the confirmation to do what you what you already have in your spirit to do is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give you a nudge. That's right. He's gonna give you confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because what he's gonna do, what are you gonna do? You'll you'll keep wanting to go. Alright? Or you could be at church and the Lord said to say something, you could be uh, you know what I'm saying? And somebody else come and talk to the person, and you say, "I ain't, I ain't supposed to do it because the door ain't open for me to say nothing." And before you know it, that person that walked up to you or came close to you, where you had no other opportunity but to do God's will. Amen. And and a question to Reverend Carpenter: If the Spirit leads you to say something, and you hold back and you let the devil keep you from doing it, won't the Spirit give it to someone else to do? Amen. Oh, yeah, yeah, that can that now that happens. But you know what? You know what? You gotta hope that it happens in the time that the person needed it because when we don't do, we know that God will give it to somebody else. But what might happen in between that time of them getting ready to meet, they may not see that person that God has prepared for them tonight. Let me tell you a quick story. Now I just say about a vision. Um I had a friend of mine, Deborah Davenport, down in Plymouth, uh, North Carolina. Woke up one day, called me the next morning, said that she, she, the angels came and showed her about a young man she knew and that um, she needed to warn him because if he went out and, yeah, he, she needed to warn him 
about going out to the club because if you go out to the club, you know, he he, he was going to die. Now, that that was Friday morning she called me. She called me Friday afternoon, and she said, you know what? You know, I dreamt about that young man, and I saw him in the grocery store today. And I said, well, Deborah, did you tell him what the Lord told you? She said, no, I was too scared to tell him anything. She called me Saturday afternoon. Cause I, well, she called me Saturday because I'm on a radio. I was on a radio station in, in her town. And she called me, and she said and she was crying and everything. I said, why? Wow. I said, what's wrong? She said, that young man got killed last night at the club. And she felt, she, and you know, she felt that God gave her the opportunity to have him make a choice to save his life or not, and she took that opportunity from him. Wow. And, and, and see, that's what I'm saying. Even though God will pass it on to somebody else, will that time then be right? Will the, other, will the second person do the same thing you did? Exactly. See what I'm saying? Yes. And she learned from that, that experience. And whatever God tells her, she just got to go tell people and don't care how they feel about it, but she needs to do her part. Because we become the delaying factor in anybody getting what God needs them to get if he told you to do it. And you don't do it. And you don't do it. How about Jesus didn't come in the time that he came? He said, oh, Pop, I'm going to go later on. Where will we be? Where will we be? Where will we be? Exactly. But you know one thing that's really, really, truly good and is a blessing? Once you you get to um, accept that the Spirit is dealing with you and to listen to the Spirit, when you step out and go do what he tells you to do, you feel so much better about it. You know? And, and, you know, the Spirit even makes the situation more smooth and more comfortable for you in talking with the individual. You know, it's not as bad as you think it would be. And then after it's all over, you feel so much better because you've done what God wanted you to do and you feel like you're reaching out to this individual and they're truly understanding you. Amen. 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 Also, um, uh, concerning discerning spirit, um, in my experience of, of, um, and I thank God that um, I have that gift of in discerning spirit, you can be so innocent, but you got people out there called the adversary. If you don't have that discerning gift, they can whisper or try to convince people, oh, shut her up. Um, don't let her talk. But see, when when I'm walking in the will of God, yes, anybody can whisper into someone's ear that to try to convince them about, oh, shut her up, don't let her talk, because they know I keep it real with myself and with everybody else. So, therefore, they try to turn turn people against people, and that's just why I know some people just don't have that discerning gift, because when somebody's whispering in somebody's ear and saying something negative about that person, that person already supposed to know that that person whispering in that person's ear or telling them things about that person 
that that discernment spirit should tell that person that person is lying. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Amen. You are so right. I understand that. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I could throw some things, but it would scare them to death. But yeah. I keep this between yes. me and my God. But I got that discerning gift. Amen. Um, discerning does mean we should we should not we should judge people, but be sensitive to their feeling as well as being cautious. We should we yes. should um, judge people, but be sensitive to their feeling as well as being cautious. But we have to make sure that we before we do that, we are um, walking in the um, word of God, and make sure that we are. Um, walking in the spirit in our mm-hmm. gift, but we have to be sensitive to people. We cannot go up to people and say, "You know what? You you admit, you you commit an adultery, homosexual. That's not right." But we have to be sensitive to their feeling and tell and show them in the book what is a domination to God, and just say, "You know, once we do that, we pray we pray for them and leave it at that. And let God do His work." Amen. You're not really judging them at that point, though. No. You're mm-mm. just really concerned. And, you know, you're in the spirit. And you want them to know this, mm-hmm. what's going to happen to them. Is that right? Right. Amen. Okay. Amen. This is Martha, by the way. Oh, hi, Martha. How you doing? I'm okay, Sister Williams. How about you? God bless you. I'm happy to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm on tonight. Yes, um, and discerning is, is essential to avoid being deceived by sin. We can easily be deceived um, by sin, and how do we avoid being deceived? Reverend Carpenter, would you like to um, answer that? Um, what? what was the question? How do we avoid being deceived? Hmm. The only thing that... I, I know that avoids us from walking into the place of deception from anybody is that we rely on the Holy Spirit to show us who that person is. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we, we you know why we get to see so much? It's because we take people for who they are and we don't try to test who they are. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I tell you all that again? Because the Bible says that we need to test the spirits that come among us. And, and and we don't. We just receive people because that's who they say they are. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it, I, I did a teaching a while back, not outright, but I did it on, in, in, the, in the Bible room. Um, and I, I mean to come back up there. I got to do the other part of the offices in the church. But you have a lot of people, a lot of people in the fivefold ministry, and they deceive you because they're not because you you're looking for fruit. And you don't even know what fruit to look for in them. The Bible says that you should know a false prophet by the fruits he bears. And, and, and a lot of y'all don't know the fruits that some of the people that are pastors, evangelists, or whatever are not bearing the fruits of a pastor or evangelist or, or, or apostle. And, they, and if they're not if they're not presenting them fruits, then they're they're walking as a false prophet. But y'all don't know the fruits that they should be bearing. <laughs> so, 
So, so, so, so you get deceived because you don't know. You know, this was deception come because because now you think they should be walking, looking like an apple when they should be a peach. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the deception is that we receive people in one way. You know what I'm saying? As the Bible says that the, that the wolf should come in sheep's clothing. The deception is that we never check out to see who are you really are you really a sheep? Because I, I I I teach my I taught my children and I teach all young people everything that looks good ain't good. That's right. So I grew I grew up like y'all grew up. Don't judge a book by its cover. But but we get to see because we start judging the book and started just receiving it because of the cover that we saw. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know what that old saying? Fool me once, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> it. Yeah, we got all these old sayings, and we all been there. That's right. We used to say it all the time. Yeah, you might trick me the first time, but the next time, if I let you do it, then it's on me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so true. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so, as I was just telling uh, Pastor Albright before we got ready, before I got ready to come online, we were just talking about you know, what we talked about in the, uh, in the room today about inviting different pastors and stuff. And just like I told them, we want everybody to have a part in inviting pastors and leaders to come on Sunday evening. But check this out. We're not, we're, we want all their names in the month of May to see who we're going to call to come out and be with us in the month of June. You may put somebody on that thing, and we may talk to them, and our spirits may not come in agreement. And if it don't come in agreement, two or three of us talking to them, then that pastor or that evangelist ain't coming on the line to preach. Because we're not just going to let people come and share words in the ministry that we all are part of. And they disgrace us. I, I, I think it was on, on one of y'all, y'all's lines last week. A woman got up there and said how the man preached the word, and then told the people he was the son of the devil. Uh, I'm quite sure it was on one of the lines that I was on last week that I heard that. I don't think I dreamed it, but I I just can't recall exactly what it was, but it was mentioned, something like that was mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was mentioned that the lady went to church and the man preached a good sermon, then he got up and told him that he was the devil. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember but, that. Yeah, but nobody discerned, nobody in the church discerned that because they didn't test the spirit when it came in. They received him as who he said he was, the pastor who he was, and and somebody told him about him because he must have didn't know him to know that this was who he was. And that's because we let deception come to us and, and, and then it deceives us. Because we didn't try it when it came. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's like your women meeting a man that's single in here, and everybody's talking about he's a homemonger, he's this and that. You know what I'm saying? Huh. 
he may come try to talk to you, and you're going to test him to see if he really what they say he is or he's not. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Amen. Yes. You see what I'm saying? But then there might be a man that comes that you never heard nothing about. You may not test him. Because everybody talking about he's an awesome God. He's a man of God. He's this and that. And you don't test him, and he'd be the one that, that, that deceives you. That's, that's one of the topics that I was going to bring forth, too. You, you're good. You're good. So, you're so that, that's all I can do is say about there's a lot of testing people and see are they deceivers or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's about saying how true a person is to the words that they speak out of their mouth. Are you held, Can you be held accountable for your own words? Mhm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Mhm. And, and 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 we we have to we have to put people we have to put people on on the testing table. You know. That's true. We have to put these guys on the testing table. If we don't, we can't be mad if somebody deceives us. It's just like in our ministry. I have never in all the years when the Lord told me to ask people to donate money to the ministry for the TV, to go on the TV thing. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it that I'm talking to God because I don't want people to think I'm trying to get money to beat them or nothing. I've been watching this from people in ministry all these years, and that's why I came up with Pastor Albright. I said, well, we're going to tell them. When we get to that, we only need to raise $350, okay? When we, as we get to that number, we will post it on Facebook. We will let the people know that that have sold where we at in our number. Because once we reach 350 we cut. We ain't trying to take no more money. We wish we would have made it to sew in uh, or what have you. But but there's a place to be real with people, and and there's a place that so many people have been tricked you know what I'm saying? That they may want to sow, but they may have a problem because they don't know. They have to discern whether whether uh, we're trying to trick them or not. Do, do y'all feel what I'm saying uh, uh, when it comes to, to understanding? Because once you've been deceived and tricked, it's hard. It's hard to let anybody do that to you twice. Huh? I, 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 I hope you don't understand Amen. what I'm saying. It, 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 it can happen to you at your church. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It can happen to you at your church. But the thing is that you got to know the Bible says try the spirit by the spirit. And ain't something God didn't tell you to do. Any other questions? And when we, I just want to say this one more thing. When we get tricked and we get fooled, I know sometimes God is shaking his head. I gave him a word. Why didn't he use that word I gave him, son? By saying to Jesus, because Jesus at his right hand. I said, son, why didn't he use the word I gave him? I told him, try the spirit by the spirit. Uh, go on, evangelist. I just wanted to share that part of that. 
comment? No, ma'am. No. Okay, I'm I'm going to say um about music. Um, sometime if we um listen at music, allow our children to listen at the different music, and we have to discern. We can listen at any type of music, even go back to the old school, but we also have to discern that spirit to make sure that that music don't let us allow us to go back into remembrance of somebody we have yes. been with. Yes. Uh, that type of music will affect our mind if we are not strong with the Holy Spirit and have that gift of discernment. That's why this is why, like I said again, again and again, it's very, very important that we have the gift of discernment because um, that music we have, uh, sometimes music that we listen at when we were with a partner, the devil can slip in there and will make us go way back to that moment and being with that partner. Now he has taken us out of the will of God discernment. Yes. Oh yes, it, it will take us back until we, if we are married, sometimes we can sneak while our husband or wife sleeping, and if we have that number, we can call that number by listening at that music and 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 um said, I called the person and said, I just called to want to know how are you doing, and that's right, Harry Allen Carpenter. Don't get me wrong. I read my scriptures today, and I know the word of God. But see, I try to break it down where people can understand and get a hold of. All right. And but um, they can sneak in the um, bedroom or whatever and say, "How are you doing?" Just because listening at that music, that music is a reminder of the you um the person and and, and um uh, the partner you've been with and how y'all had your moments together on that same music. So we have to make sure that we have that gift of discernment not to go into that type of um the uh how the devil is leading us back into that question type of, with that. Yes. I have a question there. With, with the with the gift of concernment, like like we were just discussing just now about you can be around different kind of music. But but if you have the Holy Spirit in you it, this music should not bother you, and it should not take you back. Right. But in doing so, feeling that you can be around this, is that tempting God? Can I can I just say something about what you just said? And and yes. and we got to be real here. Just because you got the Holy Ghost, don't mean that that music can't take you back. Because the thing is, the thing is, you could be a powerful woman in God. Okay. And I'm going to show you an example of why I said this. You could be a powerful woman in God, still baptized, and you know how many people get up and say all that stuff about uh, 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 in the Holy Spirit. But yet, the Bible says that the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Okay? okay. I, I'm saying this with you because my ex-wife was awesome woman of God, powerful. You know what I'm saying? I mean, today she's still rooted and grounded. But she had a problem with that. Me and I went on our anniversary, went on this cruise. I'm thinking we're going to have the time of our life. All the churches got together to let all the 
newlywed people of one and two years that just got married celebrate their anniversary, and they had a big boat ride, and we got on a boat ride. And everybody's having a good time, and they started playing some, some outside of Christian music for people to get up and dance. And I went to ask my wife to dance, and she said, I told you, I, I will not dance. I can't dance. I've been delivered from that music. And it hurt me because, you know, all other guys is in ministry, and they're dancing with their wives, and my wife won't dance because she said she's been delivered from that. A lot of people um, don't dance um, anymore, but it's a scripture on that to say it's okay to dance long. And I'm looking at up that scripture now. Long as long as you don't entice or have or try to um, do it in a sexual desire um, way. Um, that everybody is different. Everybody um, belief is different. Amen. See, and see, that's what I was trying to share right there, Evangelist. That that you know. Um, all these other guys, they pastors, first lady, and his wife, and they they dancing. Yeah, my wife said she was delivered, and she couldn't. And some of them other women were professing the same thing, but got up and danced with their husband. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? I feel it's the level. But I feel it's the level that you on. Right. Right. What is, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because I was at um, a birthday party a couple of weeks ago, and, and and other Christians, you know, they started dancing to music and doing this little dance step. Come on, Dean. I'm like, no, I don't do that anymore. But, I mean, it's not like you're knocking it. It's just what's inside of you. Right. Did, that, did I say that right or did I confuse myself? No, you said it right. It's just what's inside of you. It's what's inside of you. Because you know that if you cross that line, where where it may take you. That's back to what we studied you, on you the other night. And, and sometimes when, you don't, when your spirit beat you up. That's right. Sometimes you don't want to take you don't want to take that that challenge. You know what I'm saying? That's a challenge to you to get up and do something that you said you've been delivered from, and now. You gotta, you gotta, you can stand up and do it to show that it don't have no power over you, or you can leave it alone because you don't know if it still have power over you. Right. You, you don't want to go through that. I mean, what, what was the condemnation where your mind just beat you up real bad? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'm, but I'm just speaking for myself. Um, um, your your wife was on high le- uh, uh, another level, but I'm speaking for myself. When I go to the reunion of some function and I'm keeping it real, I'm not I'm not a nun with a, a, a dress a collar all the way buttoned down from my neck on the long feet. God wants us to be happy and have fun and experience in our Christian life. But I'm gonna tell you, I don't do when I I don't do that twerking the way I used to do, all that moving my body like the way I used to do. But when electric slide or some other dance, decent dance um, that I gets on the floor and I do it decent and in order without ha- um, doing it in a way to sexual desire to make a person want my body or whatever, no, that's not the type of dancing I does. But I do <laughs> it on the floor and I do dance and I feel comfortable in my skin and I feel like God knows my heart and I'm still a Christian. 
Exactly. Yeah. You make you make me laugh. I'm sorry that I laugh out loud sometimes when you said <laughs> when you said that like you, you want to do you want to do it. And see, I'm the only man to be on this line. Sometimes the other men won't say nothing if they are here. And when you said that, it made me laugh because it don't matter some women what you do if you stand up. <laughs> you ain't you ain't got to say nothing. It's just as you stand up. If it, it comes like are. it might come across like that to a man, that and, and, but the thing about it is in your mindset. Mhm. And and the thing about it, where that may be something that you can do, somebody else might not be able to do it. Like me, I can go to I can go to functions. I can dance. I'm gonna have me a good time because when I leave there, my mind ain't it. I got. Uh, let me let me show you how powerful this is. Sitting up with my my, my god sister and her husband and their pastor, their own church. And we would just talk, having a conversation. And they turn around and go sit there and say, well, you know, they, uh, I, I was telling them how I like uh, Luther Vandross and like to listen to his music and stuff, you know, for my romantic music, you know, and my, you know if I'm going to do something in my bedroom. And they said that that you ain't you a Christian you ain't supposed to listen to that me and my husband we listen to church music when we in there. I said y'all bad because ain't no reason I would be trying to do nothing or listen to no church music because this is well as church music make me shout and the natural what make it more attack me in the midst of me doing something with my wife in the midst of me trying to shout this. Then I'm not trying. I mean. Hopefully, I'm not inviting Jesus into my room while that's going on, even though he's there anyway. So, you know, they made me kind of, they thought they were going to make me feel bad because I want to listen to Luther Vandroff or or somebody else's kind of music or Smokey Robinson or whatever, and they're telling me as a Christian that I shouldn't be listening to that kind of music. But yet, they listen to gospel music and I couldn't, I couldn't receive that. I couldn't understand how you do that. Listen to gospel music, but I don't see that either. I just don't see I that. Don't see that in the bedroom. <laughs> That's what they told me. You can't understand um, listening to gospel music and what else now? I didn't get gospel that last Gospel music part. while you cohabitating with your partner in the bedroom. Yeah. In the bedroom. Oh yeah. While you, you you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't see it. I don't see me have a romantic moment in my bedroom with my wife, uh, or some or some gospel or Christian music. Yeah. I don't nope. I don't see me setting up a romantic evening with my wife, and I got candles and everything on the table, and when she comes to the door, I hit the remote and start uh, playing. Uh, one of them Christian songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and want to sit there and have a romantic dinner with her with Christian music playing. Okay. So one thing about it, it'll never lead us to the bedroom if I play Christian music. We ain't going. Amen. Music has its own place. Yes, it does. Christian music, gospel music has its place for me to worship, praise God, and um, give honor to Him. 
But now, just me and my me and my wife. Uh-uh. If this is our romantic moment, you know what I'm saying. Jesus is in both of us, so he's with us. But we're we're not gonna be listening to no Christian music. Mm-hmm. Jesus says it's a time for all things. It's a time for all all things. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So you know. That that is a big thing that um, some people have to revert to that because where the music may take them to be, you know. I you know you ever you ever listen and be riding down the road and maybe you ain't got on the Christian channel or, or like me. Sometimes I travel and some states that channel that I was on with Christian music then jumped to something else because I done went into Alabama or New Orleans and now mm-hmm. that, that ain't the same music that they play on that channel. And, yeah. you know, you hear a song and then goes back, somebody will say to you, what, what were you doing when that song came out? See, that's the thing that get a lot of people messed up, mm-hmm. that there, mm-hmm. there's certain songs that will take them back to some place right. and, and a period right. that they were doing and they can't just visit that place and keep moving. That's right. You know, they get stuck, and they start Some thinking. People. You know, Some they start thinking, They, you know, they go Billy D. You know, God, that's all reminds me of Billy D. Boy, he was a fine dude. Wow, goodness. You know, and, and now they're stuck because they, now they're still thinking about Billy D. And that song then went off and three more songs and played. Mm-hmm. And it goes for men too. Some of us men, you know, we reminisce. You know, song come on, we start thinking about some girl that we were checking out back, or we went with back in that day, and that song brought her back to our memory. Mhm. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of us can't get by it, so we don't tend to listen to old old soul music. See me, it don't bother me. I don't, I, I I can remember and keep moving because I I like music. That's what that's how I feel too. If yeah, you can yeah. listen and keep going, keep if it's going, hindering you, right. if it's hindering you, then I feel you need to run. Right. Oh yeah, right. I, I, I agree with you one hundred percent, woman of God. Then you need to leave it alone. Um, I I just said you need to grow though because I have traveled. And gotten elevators in some in some places, and they be playing some some real secular music. When you get in there, they be playing some old Temptation or Smokey Robinson, or some, you know what I'm saying? So you know you 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 may be in in, in a department store and, and walk in there, and they you know, and they're playing that music. They're playing that music, you know. Right. You, what are you, you gonna know, do? Just this, turn around and walk out. Yeah, no. what what I'm doing? I'm taking I'm taking one of the women out that I'm talking to at the church, and I'm taking her out to 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 dinner, and we walk them in the restaurant, and we sit down, and all of a sudden they start playing some music, and it's one of them songs from all day. What I'm gonna tell her? Okay, we got to get up and go. I can't handle this music. I'm sorry. We'll have dinner another time. <laughs> she won't go out with me no more. For sure. <laughs> I feel that's why we, we have to have ourselves prepared because there's no way of avoiding that. You can't avoid it you can't. because it's so, all over. So, that's why, you know, that's why you try to, you start to understand the different levels of people that you deal with. Yeah. And here we go back about 
that this is how you're, you're understanding their spirit, by the spirit. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because now, well, I, I can deceive you that I'm this powerful man of God and I'm all this. But now we get to a place, and now you find out that I can't handle that. And then the thing that I can't handle is so minute that you're saying, wow, man of God, it's just music. We can sit here and eat. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. See what I'm saying? But then where you thought I was at or where I was making you believe that I was a big, powerful man in God, now God brought me to a place for the sheep to be pulled off from me so you can see who I really am. In the book of um, Exodus, um, it talks about how Miriam um, and but, you know, to each his own, um, getting back to discerning, long, as long as as God know our heart, because He don't yeah. want us to be on the, in this world unhappy and just like we don't have anything to do. We still can be we of the world, but we still in the world. We don't do the the worldly um, things that we used to do. If we feel right. like that music is going to affect our mind and, and carry us way um, way back, then we need to get away from it. But if it's not bothering us, because this is how we um, grow in, in in Jesus and get mature in the Holy Spirit, I can listen to that music all day long. It don't bother me, and it don't put me back to where I've been. Amen. I don't think about that. But when I go to function, Easter have herself a good time. Amen. Because <laughs> I, I feel the devil will pick with you more than anything. Now, the devil will try to mess with your mind and put a guilt trip on you. Yes, he would. Oh, absolutely. And try to make you feel like you have committed this really awful sin and that God is going to be so angry with you. Oh, you done messed up now. You know, the devil will try to get in your head and do you bad. You know who those people are? It's those people who are are, um, thinking they're holy than thou that would try to put that mess with your spirit of when you're having a good time in a decent way. They'll come with, with, with that, oh, you, you know, that's not right. God is not pleased. This exactly. is what you call discerning. As long as you feel comfortable in your skin and God have given you that spirit to feel comfortable in your skin, you have your own discernment. Because exactly. the, um, those ones who, uh, who who don't do anything, uh, make out they're so, um, sitting up there just watching, sometimes those are the devil, just watching to see what they can play in our mind to put, um, just because we're having a good time. Amen. But I want—I myself won't allow it because I know who God is. They will all come back and say, "Well, Sister William was out dancing last night." I sure Those did. Those are the ones. Those are the ones. But exactly, I sure did. And I tell them, and 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 they know me at the at my, the Melvin family reunion. I don't sit down and just watch. I get up and I dance and I have me a good time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because people don't have a heaven or hell to put me in. Only God. That's right. Amen. Thing I won't do my thing. Like I, I used to do back in the day um, and stuff like that, going down, um, trucking and doing, you know, rolling it and stuff like that. God has taken that away from me, but it's a yeah. way, to, oh, yeah. it's a way to do things in decent and in order. Exactly. I think we all have. You know, I used to belong to a church where you couldn't do nothing. They they condemn you so bad until mm-hmm. I I told which one of the church members. Well, missionary, my cousin, and I told her, please, can you take me off the cross? Great God, stop it. I mean, you couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. I went to one of my coworkers, um, 
was celebrating a, a birthday, and she had all her special guests walk in the room off of music. I walked in off of Mary Mary is the God in me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. She had a fit about that. Really? Wow. Mm. And I, I mean, I'm not just, and you know, the Lord just wouldn't allow me to accept that. Mm, and right. the Lord showed me a whole lot about her through that, too. Yes. But God God wouldn't have let you accept that because God knew, he knew what was in your heart about what mm. you were doing. See, yes. see, see, you know, it, 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 ain't, it ain't people, but it'd be us that let people validate yes. who we are yes. instead of us knowing that God already validated us and as long as I go out and have a good time and I don't fall into sin, I'm okay. Right. Amen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I just know, I know places I can't go. As a man of God, I ain't going up in a strip joint because right. I, right. I don't care what. I can't. There ain't no explanation for me to go up there to be seeing a whole bunch of naked women. If I see a woman coming out of Chippendales and say she's a woman of God, she, ain't, she don't need to be up in there. Right, amen. That's so true. You know true. what I'm saying? I ain't going up in there. No, because right. getting the image out of your head is hard. You know what right. I'm saying? And seeing there's something like things, that's an image that implants in your mind. Yes, but there's certain things that, that, that you know that, that where I ain't supposed to be. And there's certain places that I know I can go, have me a good time, even though some people think I'm not supposed to be there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can go to Las Vegas and go into one of them clubs and have me a good time. Now, so Christopher may see me coming out of there and say, oh, he wasn't supposed to be up in there. But yes, you this, have is the well, this is well as people saw me up in there, just like you saw me up in there. There was, there was some unbelievers that saw me too and knew who I was and saw how I conducted myself and was a man of God. Mm-hmm. And and just by the way I conducted myself in that environment, might have, might be bringing them to Christ. Yes. See, see, we we always we don't look at the good side of something. We always look at what the bad side. And there ain't enough nothing but the devil trying to show us that 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 you know what I'm saying that we don't go into the places where he's at to try to show person that you could be a child of God and still come in these places and and, and live right. Amen. You got you got a lot of y'all that that used to play pool and shoot pool or going or going to the to little the little joints and and hang out and play the uh the little the little pinball machines and stuff like that. But when you got saved, you stopped going in the places because somebody told you 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 ain't supposed to go in there. But just as well as you could go in there and have your Amen. good time and don't act the way you used to act when you did go in there when you was in the world. But now you act in a godly manner, you may draw some people to come to Christ. Golly, I can still come out here and shoot pool. I can still come out here and have me a good time. That's when you when you step out like that and you step out and you know he who is within you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen. 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 Can control. Amen. 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 And and see the thing that we have to understand when we allow that to happen. We stopped mm-hmm. people from coming to Christ because, you know what, if I was to look at church from the perspective of so many people back when I was a kid, church church people were boring people. Yes. Yes. It didn't look like they had no fun. Yes. 
Right. <laughs> Very strict. <laughs> it was like if they were to get happy about anything, it, it's a sin. Right. And not, it's the devil who, who, who played yeah. a big role in their life. Because the devil just cut them off from anything. But you know what? It made them just suffer. I'm I'm getting ready to mess y'all up. You know why? You know why? Let's go back to when we were kids and we went to church with our our grandparents and all them. You know why it was so messed up? And and we don't, and we, we got freed from it today. But that's because they lived according to religion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And religion was living by the law, and they and they were living according to the law in the church, which made them religious people, and that that was it. That religious people, everything was sin. So if you don't do this, don't do. You try not to do this, do that, because you don't want to commit a sin. Now we today are able to live according to grace and mercy, and knowing and knowing that it ain't that. It ain't that I'm not a sinner, but it ain't. It's, not, it's the fact that I don't go out every day to commit sin purposely. Ain't saying that I'm not gonna commit a sin, cause I could do it unknowledgeably. But I'm not waking up with sin on my mind. Exactly. Cause, yes. cause Jesus freed me from that thought and that way of life. Mm-hmm. So I can go out and have me a good time. You know. And know and know and know my own limits of what I have, what I can have a good time in doing. Man. Yeah, yeah. Because because if we was to be like our grandparents and them, my granddaddy went in the field, worked in the field, grandma worked in the house, blah blah blah. And then on Sunday we went to church. Saturday, okay. Saturday we went, we drove into town early six o'clock in the morning to go shopping and everything about. Twelve one o'clock, we were back in the car, headed back to the country, and went and we wouldn't see town again until next Saturday. Amen. I'm in there. I know. Amen. You know, I don't know. I'm a city boy, but I don't know if any of y'all I used to be down there at the tobacco field. I, I I'll be down there going down there getting that cotton. You know what I'm saying? That and and and, and do that all week. And go shop on Saturday, and then I'm in church on Sunday, and then I'm back to work on Monday. Mhm. Mhm. And they they acted like that was a good time. That was nothing. I couldn't wait to get back on that bus <laughs> to get back to New York.
But all of a sudden, people, Amen. oh, did you see the preacher coming out of the liquor store? Oh, oh child, yeah, did you see him coming? Now, he, he's a drunk, a preaching on Sunday. And the man just went in there to get his, um, um, the guy from out there from buying liquor because he was his right. mentor. But all they have to do is see you. Exactly. And that's, it. that's it. Exactly. You know, I've come to um, understand the scripture when it said, Judge ye not, for ye shall be judged accordingly. Because nobody truly knows what level of person on and how God is dealing with them. Right. Man. Basically, this is this person and God only. And right. don't pass judgment. Right. Exactly. Amen. Amen. So we have, I'm going to try to wrap it up with this saying, that, do we have the discerning spirit about our relationship? Do we have a discerning spirit about the people you work around? Can you discern their action against you? Can you discern that they are trying to plot against you? Can you discern whether they are hurting, or they are in, or people are in grief, that they are living in a sin? Can we discern that? This is why it's so um, important to get the gift of discernment, because even on our jobs, people, try, uh, people will try to take your job away. Therefore, if you have oh, that yeah. discernment gift, you can uh, um, go in prayer for that person. Okay. And, and Jesus will answer that prayer for that person not to even thinking about trying to get your job. Is the, um, the person for you? That's right. I had to go through that on my job because I, I, I was going through such a struggle. When I turned my life over, it's like the devil just got into my job, my workplace, so strong. I had to pray so hard. And, and just like you say, evangelist, I had to get this, the, the, the spirit of concernment. And, and and I had to master it. Yes. I had to get a grip on my job. And and the Lord just he eased things right down. I know how to handle each individual. I'll go to him and I'll give him a word in a minute, pull this one to the side. The Spirit taught me how to handle my situations at work and things trying to level back off. And the devil will try to flare it back up, and the mm-hmm. Spirit will level it right back off. Mm-hmm. Each time. Each time. Oh, yeah. Time. Yes. That's why we thank God for this, uh, the Holy Spirit in us and stuff like oh, that. Yes. In relationship, you can oh, have God. you can have friends to tell you that um you know that's your husband right there, and if you don't have that discerning spirit, um they can tell you that's your husband right there. Oh look how he's looking at you. Oh uh, you need to go out with him when he asks to go out. And this is why marriages last two months or three months. Because you're listening at your friend, what your friends say, and didn't have that discerning gift to say that you know my friend don't know what she's talking about or he or she's talking about. That's so true. That is so true. So um, this is the lesson on the night: the gift, um, the gift of discernment. And even with the children going to st- um, school, and we need to be teaching our children today, as of today, what is the gift of discerning? So whenever they be out there, when somebody give them a drink or something like that, they do not drink it because it's so many children is, is, is on drugs because of one taste of, or on alcohol because of one taste of it and because of what their friends give them. So it's so important that the children, the youth, know what the gift of discernment is about in the Holy so much, Spirit. So much peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reverend Carpenter, I'm I'm finished. Amen. Hey, hey, just your line. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just a participant. <laughs> this is your night. It's ladies' night around here. I just come to hang out and talk a little bit, 
and enjoy uh-huh. hearing and dealing with y'all women. That's it. Amen. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> I want to encourage everyone that you know we have we, the only person we have to answer to is God. Amen. The only, right. only one know our heart, and right. and and. and do, not let people define who you are. Don't do not let people when you're having fun in a decent way. Do not let people define and say that you know you're a Christian now. You're not supposed to do that. As long as you're doing things decent and in order, and know your and know that um, um, you feel good in your heart, um, you go ahead and and you pray for those people because the devil is busy. The devil get in one who think they're holier than thou to oh, try yeah. to make not live a happy life. Oh yeah. Yes. Remind me about happy. I put on my happy song for Rare Williams, and I work out on that song, and I dance right. on that. Song. So anybody who get mad and nothing but the, um, nobody but the devil, because I have That's me my right. fun in my house. That's right. So, Evangelist, um, I have something for you with this. Okay. This is entitled guidance. Mm-hmm. As we move around on our daily endeavors, we pray for guidance in our walking, our talking. Lord, guide me. In our preparing of dinner to the counseling of sinners, Lord, guide me. In our daily works to our general lurks, Lord, guide me. In the praising of your name, when there's nothing that seems the same, Lord, guide me. So you see, he's our guiding light in our salvation. Lord, give me, Lord, guide me so that I, that I may manifest in life to do exactly what you want me to do. Amen. Amen, amen. I love that when you're talking about God, and that, um, um, we, when you say, "Lord, God, me, God, 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 me," that's the only one we have to um ask for guidance from right. is God, mm-hmm. His Holy Spirit. That's the only one because everybody, all of us, trying to everybody, um, um, all of us need to get our house in order, and we oh, don't have yes, no yes. room to be pointing fingers at anybody else. If we Nobody. focus on the word of God and focus God. on the word, then we can get stronger in him and not worry about anybody else. But we have to teach and teach and preach his word. Um to, so nobody won't be so nobody won't be lost because he will hold us accountable. Oh yes. You know, that's why this is such a blessing. What mm-hmm. what's being done, what y'all are doing right now, because it is teaching each of us and we're growing. Right. So we can pass okay. it on. It's Amen. a blessing. It really is. Yes. It is. I thank I thank all the ministries for it. I thank you all on the committee. I thank everybody that's um involved in it. Um, the people from New York and the Mahamas. I'm I just so thankful for everybody that is that is involved in these in these ministries. Thank you. Because Jesus. it's so powerful. Oh, you yeah. get so much deeper understanding in, 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 in the word of God. Oh yeah. Yes. Mhm. So we, um, I'm going to, um, if there's any more questions, comment, anybody, before we close out for tonight. I just like to say praise God. The service, the mm. service was a blessing. I thank God Amen. for it. I thank God for everyone here. Amen. 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 And Reverend Carpenter, I thank you for allowing me to um, partake on your ministry line. Amen. Um, and I thank you for being a partaker on our line. Amen. It's all about Amen. Amen. supporting each other because mm-hmm. it's a lot of people don't want to support because it's too much of jealousy, envy, and malice. And I'm glad we yeah. do not have that in these in these oh. men. Amen. 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 
So we're going to um, close out. Um, Reverend Copper, do you mind praying us out? Uh, I think you can let one of the other ladies do it. <laughs> okay. If they um, don't mind. If they don't mind. Tonight. Yeah, any one of you, uh, you do you, um, y'all mind closing us out tonight? Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything that was said and done, Father. Yes. And I ask you, God, as we part from one another, we had a love that you put into each of us and your teaching tonight, Lord, so that we may pass it on, Father. And, Father, we ask that you continue to strengthen each and every one of us that's here and beyond, Father. We ask you all these things in your blessed name. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. 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 And you all have a blessed night, and thank you so much for um, joining us and those that are on the line. Um, just, just listen. God bless you all, and you all have a blessed night. And I close. Amen. I like to close out like how Reverend Carpenter closed out his line. Faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Everybody be blessed. All right. Amen. Love you all. Everyone have a blessed night. Yeah. And all you right. too. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.